Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. A.B., the finale last night. It's over. The season is over. What'd you think? Were you surprised? And are you happy for Becca? Overall, good season. Dud of a last episode. Just like all the previous seasons, at least the last three or four, you're pissed about who the... You walk away pissed about who the, the lead selected. The last couple seasons, they kind of edited it to make that be the reaction of the audience almost like with Rachel's season they mm-hmm. made it seem like everyone you know Peter heartbreak was the, the the big takeaway this season they really tried to spin Garrett into a hero for America and I'm not sure it worked out too well <laughs> uh, were you surprised no not at all it's been known that Garrett was a front runner and he was probably gonna win as soon as Becca came out and said uh, and defended him in the media about his comments and like give this guy a chance, you got to think he probably won the season. Yeah, that's that to me was about as dead of a giveaway as you could have without it being an actual spoiler. The mm-hmm. reaction, his like PR statement, and you're talking, of course, about the Instagram controversy, which we'll talk about later, and her response. If basically, if it were any other person. Finishing at any other point, I don't think it would have gotten that kind of response from the lead. So anyway, we don't have a ton of time. So let's go right to uh, meeting the family. First up, Garrett. AB, to me, this seems like if I look back on recent seasons, the lead just kind of picks who they're going to pick to win and they meet the family first. Is that true or false? (laughs) Seems accurate. You don't want to be second. I'll tell you that. You do not want to be. If you go second, you're just going to get asked about the first part. Like, well, Garrett was pretty great. Uh, So how, what do you, what are you about? What do you got? How do you (laughs) top that? What do you got for me? I mean, Garrett was great. What do you want? You're saying Garrett was great as, uh, as pretend to be her family member. Do you think Garrett performed great in front of them? Yeah, he turned on the waterworks and it worked like a charm. Do you think the waterworks were real? You said turn them on like it was fake. You think he was... I mean, I've I've felt the emotion to be real on his end. Uh, if you actually step back and look at it, Rim, he's talking to an uncle for the first time ever. An uncle. So if I'm, if I'm meeting a significant other and their family and I'm sitting down to talk with just, a, just an uncle, 
I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry. And I'm, and I'm not going to cry in any situation, really, actually, in front of this family. Yikes. Good thing you're already married. All right. Well, the uncle to me was like an avatar for her deceased father, though, AB. That's not that crazy. And you got to, you got to cram in like, I don't know, 16 months of getting to know someone in this, in this afternoon. So maybe it was real. He was talking about stuff in his life. Maybe it triggered some stuff. But the second cry with his sister, that's where he lost me. The first one, I'm like, okay, maybe this (laughs) is real. But then when you do two cries with two different family members, mm mm-mm. Yeah, to me, as a as a as a frequent crier, that was just <laughs> once you break the seal, you know, you can't help the second time around. I mean, okay. I, I thought Garrett and Becca's sister really hit it off. Ab, they they acted like old chum. They were chummy, quick. I liked Becca's sister and the uncle. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, the, the couple. Let's just mention a couple things they discussed in case you didn't watch the episode, but you're listening to this for some reason. Uh, Garrett's. The, Garrett or Becca's uncle talked about how hard it was that Becca lost her father, and mm-hmm. uh, we think that was from cancer. We don't know for sure. Uh, Garrett then confides in Becca's uncle that his uh, either I think grandfather passed away from cancer, yep. and his mom battled two types of cancer: wow. breast and thyroid. Mm-hmm. So he's very familiar with that situation, and you know, getting through those tough times with family. So yeah, the waterworks turned on. Ab, God, <laughs> sue the guy. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's fine. The other thing they talked about room the uncle brings up the divorce right off the bat right as they sit down like nice to meet you handshake uh heard you got a divorce how did that (laughs) happen (laughs) very rude in my opinion you know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's pretty pretty rude didn't ease into that at all chris harrison eased more into the instagram controversy (laughs) than that guy eased into garrett's divorce (laughs) absolutely uh one thing with becca's sister up until this point, A.B., this was my takeaway from the interaction with Becca's sister. Up until this point, we thought Blake was the only guy who truly, madly, deeply, Savage Garden loved her. But watching this, I realized this motherfucker Garrett re- is in love with Becca. This guy yeah. is a mess, A.B. Can't even talk about it. The guy's in love. The guy, Both of these guys are in love. We were set up for a devastating breakup, no matter who it was. Yeah, so great finale, right? I mean, what what else do you want from a finale? Yeah, you'd think. All right, all right. Uh, let's go to Blake. But overall, though, big takeaway from Garrett meeting the family. Um, and we're talking about on-screen stuff here, people. I know the, the, the emotions are, are flaring with this finale. I'm saying Garrett did about as good as he could do. That's like his best performance. If you want to break down like dates and meeting the family and all this stuff as performances, that was his best performance of the season. I'm starting to really think that Garrett's just this big, dumb puppy dog, Rim, this farmer kid. Aw, shucks. Accidentally clicked on a couple things on Instagram. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that later. But yeah, he's I mean, he's obviously dumb. That's not really up for (laughs) debate. Let's go to Blake. Meeting the family. Uh, I tweeted this out last night, AB. I don't know if you saw it. I'd like to see the stats on the success rate of meeting the family second. Like you said, it seemed, actually, I don't know if you said it. I don't know if that was this take. We've had, we've gotten off to a bad start here. I don't know if you said that on this take, but it seems to me like the leads have their favorite go first. The family falls in love with that person. And then the second person is compared to them and it's impossible to meet that standard. It's impossible. And that's all you're talking about is the first person. Uh, at dcara721 on Twitter, did the research for us, AB. Wow. 
and found that 11, it's not as exciting as you might think, found that 11 of the past 20 winners met the parents first. So 50-50. That's that's exactly what it should be then. Yeah, that's, we're idiots. (laughs) Um, Okay. When talking with Becca's sister, Blake says he was, now pay attention to the wording here. If you want to read a lot into it, you can. Blake says he was raised by a strong, independent woman and is attracted to strong, independent women, which Becca is. Garrett's phrasing was more, read into this what you want. It was more, she'll be a great wife. She'll be a great mother. It wasn't really partnership talk, Mm -hmm. teammate talk uh, as much as Blake was. You got anything on that? No, I think I, I think the family thought so too. After meeting Blake, they thought it would be fifty fifty with with Blake, and Blake would. Someone mentioned that he, he would push her to be better. They didn't say that type of stuff about Garrett. I think I, there's a huge difference here in the lifestyles, and I wonder. Becca was all about fifty fifty. Yeah, and we've been pro Becca, but with this choice, she even said it at multiple times. Like he'll be a great husband and father, and we'll walk hand in hand, fifty fifty partners in life. And then she chose Garrett. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is that really what you're looking for? Then <laughs> sounds like your mind's made up on that. Um, <laughs> let's go. The the you mentioned challenging Becca is what uh her family kept saying mm-hmm. about Blake. Blake's sister tells. Becca, I feel like Blake, or excuse me, Becca's sister, I feel like Blake would challenge you. And AB, that was a really nice way of saying, one of these guys is dumb. (laughs) One of these guys is not smart enough for you. Uh, They use language like more of a teammate. Uh, And and something, I forgot something else. I lost the line here. More up to your speed. (laughs) Did someone say more up to your speed? No. Okay. God, I was going to say. Uh, anyway, Becca's mom dropped this spoiler alert to to Blake. <laughs> she was like, uh, you going to be okay if she doesn't pick you, buddy? <laughs> you prepared for that? I get the feeling you're the type of guy who's going to take this really hard. Are you going to... Is this going to be a stalker situation? She's like, you'll be fine either way, okay? There, there, Blake. <laughs> Becca's here let's let's lay this out Becca's family made it seem like she was leaning towards Garrett Becca herself when she was with uh, Blake made it seem like she was leaning toward Garrett and Chris Harrison said damn this motherfucker's in a tailspin can you blame Blake for not for thinking it was going to be Garrett absolutely not Uh, we're skipping that by the way we're skipping the nighttime portions of the day because almost nothing happened nothing it was nothing no, well, actually, no, that I spoke too soon. We'll get to it a little bit. I want to ask you about Blake's diorama. Um, <laughs> the big takeaway from the two family meetings, AB, neither dude asked for any kind of blessing. No. Were you surprised by that? Yeah, I was very surprised. Do you think it occurred off camera and they did, or on camera and they just chose not to show it? I can't imagine they wouldn't have asked, sat the uncle and the mom down and asked them both. Can't imagine. So I assume it was off camera. And they didn't say that they didn't mention anything about it either. So I want to think it happened on camera and they chose not to show it. But also, why would you not show that? That's like a key part of all this. Based on some stuff that came out last night, a lot of stuff we all wanted to see didn't get aired. We'll talk about that at the very end. Thank you for reminding me of that. And if I forget at the end of the episode, remind me again. Mm -hmm. Um, Becca and her family debrief. 
they dude i have on your level right here they said on your level you're right (laughs) blake seems on your level compliment each other very well one of the other uncles said they're like bookends which is like how do you not marry a person you're the bookend with you have to there's only one other bookend that matches your bookend (laughs) so uh and becca while this while they were giving her the harsh truth which is blake's way better for you do what you want the blake's way better for you you could tell she was you know, she had that look on her face. Like when someone tells her a, a sad story, she just is, she's got that dry look on her face and she's probably screaming internally. At one point, her other uncle says something about making sure you pick the guy who is as passionate about the same issues as you, which I thought was interesting given what we know. Let's go to the dates. Let's go to the, the nighttime part of it or whatever, the dates themselves, daytime and nighttime. The, the finale dates. It's super boring every time. Don't expect anything else. No. Everyone's on pins and needles, Rim. Everyone's on pins and needles. You can't move forward. I mean, you're at the finish line. You're you're yeah. about to walk over the finish line. There's nothing more you can do here with this person. And no. you can't reveal who you're going to pick during the date. So um, the nighttime portion with Garrett, I took a little nap during this part, but it sounded like Becca talked about. How Garrett, how much Garrett reminds her of her dad. Mm-hmm. Garrett got pretty emotional. What do you, you got anything on this nighttime portion? Uh, I, th- I got some for the daytime. This is a little funny thing happened. They're on a boat. Garrett's first trip on a boat. Old country boy's first trip. And Becca's starting to ask him some real questions. And Garrett dodges it like a champ by spotting some dolphins in the sea. <laughs> She's like, so uh, how, what's life going to be like after the show? And he's like, oh, some dolphins. <laughs> That's Look true. Over there. I remember that. Who'd you vote for, Garrett? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dolphins. Uh, Garrett probably didn't vote. Let's be honest. He didn't make it out to the polls. Uh, the the, uh, the women, <laughs> They did talk about real stuff at night, though. I'll say that. Yes. Or at least he painted the fairy tale picture of what life after this will be like um garrett was fine on the nighttime part ab everything he said was pretty good until he got to this line which i still can't get over this line one of the dumbest things i've ever heard anyone say people say they get butterflies but butterflies are small you give me like eagles (laughs) and she just kind of looked at him like wait are you a dummy is that It was at that moment Becca realized she was going to no. make the biggest decision of her life. <laughs> uh, Blake and Becca date. Big takeaway here, AB, at least during the daytime portion, is that to me, Becca was kind of like, she's mad waffly when talking to Blake. <laughs> and then to the camera, she was saying stuff like she loves him so much and she can't see her life without him and all this stuff. And it was like, did you record that a couple days earlier, or why did the, why did we not see this? Becca was extremely standoffish, and it showed. Yeah. Tell me about the diorama, though. You're you you're you and your wife make dioramas from time to time. What do you think <laughs> about this this one that Blake made? Hey, good on him. Okay. <laughs> Big mistake from Blake, though. Aside from the diorama. <laughs> is he was talking in absolutes about their future. Not like their potential future together, but their definitive, this is what it will be like. I can't wait. He's like, I can't wait to do A, B, and C as if the proposal was just a formality. And it's like, buddy, you know what's going on, right? 
It was strange with Blake. He'd go from like in his own head, like Chris Harrison said, in a tailspin, heading straight to the ground, about to self-destruct, or he'd be talking like he for sure knew he was going to win. There was no in-between with him. Yeah, very bizarre. Um, it To me, you compare the nighttime love seat situations, the way that Becca kind of nuzzled up into Garrett, the way she looked at Garrett, aside from the eagle line, and then you compare that to the way she was acting about Blake, it was shades of Rachel and Peter. It was shades of, God dang it, I, I'm not going to pick it. You know, you just got to sit through and put on a happy face, and sometimes we can see through that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the heartbreak, AB. Finally, been we've been slowly marching toward this heartbreak, this breakup, the entire season. Blake gets off the boat first. Ugh. I want your reaction in real time. Were you surprised, even a little bit? No, not at all surprised. But it still, it it hurt. Let out a big old sigh when I saw Blake on that boat, like riding out there. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, he said, when all this is gone, she, now she let him do the whole spiel, which I love. Okay. This needs to happen every time. Let the person do the whole spiel. That's what we're watching for. Hey, you let the bachelor precedent is let them give the spiel and then cut them off right before the moment they propose. That yep. is, that's a courtesy to not let them propose, <laughs> but you got to let them give the rest of it. You're not, it, that's part of the contract. I bet. Uh, here's, here's a couple, a line that I liked from Blake. When all this is gone, it's just going to be you and me, babe. And that's just the way I want it. Becca, will you let me spend the rest of my life making you smile? Great TV, AB. She let him all the, she let him go all the way at the end and she goes, and then she whispered, she's like, babe, and his heart, we saw in real time, his heart sank to the bottom of the ocean. Okay. You don't get that if she stops him before he can do the speech. Hey, just, uh, just stop here for a minute. I got something to tell you. Uh, what did you think of Becca's, what she said to Blake? I couldn't I couldn't even really pay attention to what she was saying. I was just watching Blake and the mannerism that he had as he just you could see him just breaking inside little by little as each passing moment went. Never seen someone sweatier. Sweaty like a pig, Rim. Period. That's the end of my sentence. Never <laughs> seen someone sweatier. You thought I was going to say on the show? No. Here's how you know he was distraught when she when she's gonna walk him out. He wipes his sweat. He's soaked in sweat. He wipes it with the outside of his suit jacket. <laughs> Unprecedented. Yeah. You obviously wipe it with like your shirt. You wipe it with your collar, and get it up there. But no, he's so distraught. He takes his suit, his expensive suit jacket, and wipes it. <laughs> well, his shirt was his shirt was completely wet. The shirt's not gonna dry anything off. <laughs> uh, here's a couple things you missed that Becca told Blake. Becca, there's nothing you can say here that will, you know, satisfy the person you're breaking up with. You know, it's the lowest moment of their life, basically. But Becca did say a couple things that are like, ah, that's not helping any. That's not helping <laughs> anything here. She goes, I thought it was you this whole time. Okay. Okay. So you're you're making this big production out of not saying I love you to two people. But to say I thought the entire time I thought it was you, you're basically admitting that you loved him. Unacceptable. And then she said, we were so great together. That I was seeing, I was, I wasn't seeing everything with other people. The logic of which I do not understand, AB. And I, th so how, I think it's not true. No, it's, it's clearly not true. Cause she saw it with Garrett from day one, right? He got the first impression rose, folks. Don't yeah. forget that. 
Um, okay, we're talking about the sweat. I'll move past. I got a lot of notes on the sweat. We're done with that. Um, <laughs> what did you make of Blake saying, I love you at the very end? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. What a moment, AB. Feels what a so moment. bad for this kid. He's distraught. He's, his $1,000 suit is destroyed. Uh, he's soaked in sweat, head to toe, and uh, man, Listen, he, he just couldn't come up with the right words to say. I love that. I thought this was a great breakup. I mean, the guy had the guy was completely, completely crushed. And you know what? Breakups like this restore my faith in the process of the show. Yeah. Two guys were absolutely head over heels, couldn't imagine their life without this woman. Absolutely. And one of them had to one of them had to hit the floor. And I'm you know, I'm I wish it were Garrett, but it was Blake, and I'm cool with that, too. That was It was great TV. He'll be fine. Uh, Blake will be fine. Absolutely. Okay. He, I have never seen someone so sad. That That's my period. <laughs> <laughs> In my life, I have never seen a person more sad. <laughs> it was, he was sad. The guy was extremely guy was sad. So sad. Now, at one uh, point... At one point, he just had a towel, and he's just, like, wiping sweat and tears, all sorts. <laughs> the, the saddest thing? The saddest moment was when he said, uh, two sad moments, actually, when he said he had to go through the breakup alone, okay, because he can't tell anybody about the end of the show. So he had to just deal with this alone, which is just, uh, it's gut-wrenching. Yep. And then the way he started crying when he's, when it hit him, that he said, I can imagine how happy she's going to be when Garrett proposes to her. And he fu- he lost it. He wow. broke down. That was the realest breakdown. I mean, that was real emotion, AB. Incredible. We like Blake a lot. Do you like Blake more or less now? Do you think he's a bachelor possibility because of this breakup? Uh, if you're asking, do I think he'll be the bachelor? No, I don't. Okay. But this helped. Yeah. It, it's always good to have an angle and having the super sad guy that had his heart broken is a good angle to have. But I still don't think he's got the juice to lead this series. Jason who, I say. <laughs> No, I think you're right. He might. He, he probably doesn't have the juice. Uh, what else is I going to say about Blake? Oh, it's it's completely unreasonable for to think that after what we just saw, he can go be the lead now. It's no. totally unreasonable. The guy won't be over it. No, he was. He's, it's going to be two years before Blake goes on another date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's going to go into hiding for a while, and I can't blame him. Uh, anyway, I don't want the listeners to think I enjoyed the fact. That Blake had to go through what he had to go through. I'm just saying we watch this. Sh- one of the reasons we watch this show is to see the height of emotion on national television. And Blake went through the goddamn ringer. Listen, and was, I'll say it. It was emotional to see. It was really sad. And I liked watching it. I'll say it. I enjoyed watching Blake get his heart <laughs> broken on national TV. I enjoyed it. That, that was very fun to, for me. <laughs> I enjoyed it, too, but not because not in a sadistic way. You know what I mean? Like it was. I can't explain it. I got no words. All right. After the final <laughs> rose, AB, uh, Blake's out there, stoic, got the got the crowd on his side, sympathy through the roof. <laughs> Bloodthirsty crowd for Mecca to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Bloodthirsty is my favorite word that you use to describe uh, crowds at Mentel Alls and after the final rose. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, AB, Becca came out without her ring. Did you notice that? Uh, I didn't until you. I saw it on Twitter from you. Is that normal? Uh, I don't know. Great question. I don't think so. Is there a rationale on her end? Like, I don't want to 
Um, Rub it in his face? Is it like being respectful? I mean, well, here's the thing. It probably, I guarantee it's actually always like that because they don't want to give away if they get engaged later in the show. So that makes sense. I'm sure they do that every time. That's probably true. I guess I paid more attention to it because I was hope I thought there was a chance that Becca and Garrett had not because mm-hmm. we knew she had gotten engaged. They announced that early, early, early. True. I thought there was a chance that they had broken it off recently and that she wasn't wearing it. So I guess you're right. It is okay. Stay tuned after the break type of stuff. Because if she's wearing her ring, then like f- shit, we do a podcast. I still would have turned it off. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm not watching this. <laughs> Um, anyway, Blake, heartbroken, kept it together, looked back fondly with, he's not bitter about anything. Great guy. Um, you ever seen someone handle a tough situation better? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't say, you know, he didn't do the Nick thing. If, if you didn't, if you didn't love me, why'd you make love to me? He could have said that, but he didn't do that. He's a stand up guy. <laughs> Can you believe they made Nick, they let Nick be the bachelor? Un- I mean, what a scumbag. Unbelievable. Looking back on that, that is unbelievable. Yes. One interesting part with Blake here. He said he watched every second of the bachelorette trying to pick it apart and see what he did wrong. I imagine Blake watched this show like 30 or 40 times. Well, yeah, can't get over it. <laughs> um, Chris said something. There was there was like a 10 to 20 minute stretch where I was like, okay, got the Instagram controversy. Becca the feminist ain't going to put up with that shit. Okay. She came out without her ring. And then Chris Harrison said, would it help you to know that she's happy? And Blake said, I can see that she's happy. And they didn't show Becca's face. So I thought a big time WWE swerve was coming. AB. I thought we were going to cut back after Garrett's proposal to a silent audience in the (laughs) studio. And I was like, here we go. I thought it was going to happen. It's on. Much to my dismay. (laughs) (laughs) Garrett, I said that last episode. I said, ideally, we see the breakup on yep. television. That's what I'm hoping. You did. Before he proposes, uh, Garrett gives a little speech about how she loves him. And he's like, he's just standing there like, so did I, is, can I, is, did I win? I don't think he really got that he was <laughs> the winner. What do you think of the proposal, AB? It was vanilla, Rim. Nothing to it. Nothing to see there. I've seen a million of those. Okay, well, wow, you're fucking jaded. <laughs> That's a jaded <laughs> batch review if I've ever heard one. Why, what do you think? Uh, watching it watching it live, I was still in the mode like, oh shit, maybe maybe this works coming, so I, I didn't pay attention to how good it was. Second time I watched it, you know, it was fine. I'll give it vanilla like with a little hint of, I don't know, mint. <laughs> Here's the difference between me and you. You're watching it live. Yes. I'm watching it the next morning, okay? You didn't watch this live? No, I don't watch any of them live. Never that. So you're following the Twitter and I'm spoiling everything for you? No, I usually don't watch any of the Twitter either. But, you know, I'm I'm getting on Twitter occasionally. So if something huge happens, like last year, I know that something huge happened. Like, I knew before I watched this that nothing that big happened. Um. So did you know who won when you watched the episode? No. Wow. I mean, yeah. I've been saying it okay. for weeks, <laughs> but no, I didn't know. <laughs> That's what, yeah, you know what I meant. Um, okay. But you know what I'm saying? So if something big happens on this finale, like let's say 
the engagement is off and he's switching his mind, I'm going to know something big's going to happen because I've seen not exactly what happened, but I can just, you can feel the buzz online, Rim. <laughs> something <laughs> happened. <laughs> you can. Even without seeing exactly what it is, it's like things are percolating. Yeah, things are here. happening right now. I don't know what they are. I'm going to like not look at my timeline, but I know something happened here. <laughs> uh, okay. What else? Where are we at? I thought it was a fine proposal. I mean, it's just like we've said all season, it's impossible to it's impossible to know how we would have felt if this controversy didn't ruin the season. I probably would have been in tears over this. I have yet to experience a, a live proposal on this show since I've started watching that I loved, except maybe Ben and Lauren. And even then, I think I wanted him to pick the other. I don't remember. Maybe Danielle. I don't remember. No, we liked Lauren. I didn't. You know, it was fine. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Do you think this couple is built to last? Before we get to the controversy, do you think this couple is going to... Do you think Beck and Garrett are there to stay? Yeah, probably. I think Garrett's dumb enough that whatever Becca believes is what his, he's going to start to believe. So, I don't... I don't even know... I don't even know what I think about his whole Instagram stuff anymore. Like, obviously, he had some really insensitive likes, um, but he just seems really dumb to me. So, I don't know if that's really what he thinks or if he's just clicking on stuff like with funny pictures sometimes. So, yeah, it, you do wonder how much... And again, we're not defending the guy. We're no, just trying to all. give a little perspective. He liked things that implied the Parkland kids were crisis actors. Mm -hmm. Okay. He liked things that mocked trans, uh, trans people, that mocked uh, feminists. There was one, I believe, that made light of immigrant children, I think, and something about throwing kids over a fence. Mm -hmm. Appalling stuff. Indefensible stuff. Absolutely. Okay. So that's a lot of different social hot button issue touch points. And because he liked all those things, you think maybe he sought out all these different things. But the reality is an account that posts memes about one of those things will probably post memes about all of those things. So his dumbass follows this account and he's like, Oh, this is funny. Like some, some knockoff Infowars account. And he's like, this is funny stuff. And then he starts, he just taps it all right now. He probably believes all, he probably believed all that stuff at the time. But like what you said, he's not a, he doesn't appear to be a critically thinking person. So he's probably, 
even at the time he believed it, he's probably like, oh, I don't believe that anymore. Like his mind, he's an easily swayed person. Absolutely. Anyone who likes that stuff is fucking super, is dumb and gullible. So it's not, <laughs> it's within the realm of possibility that he has a totally different worldview now. That's not, this is not complimenting or defending him. I'm just explaining to you what might happen with this idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Is it well said? I don't know. I, I, I think so. You want to talk about eggshells. When we talk about Garrett, I'm on eggshells. I don't know if I'm going to say something that people are like going to fucking come pillory me for. I don't know. Listen, he's a dumbass. I don't know what else to tell you. He's probably yeah. a, a bigot too. Yeah, probably. I, yeah. Probably. But I, I think he'll be able to hide that from Becca. I don't know what to tell you. I think the couple's going to work. <laughs> Um, they definitely. I mean, let's look at it on the outside rim. She is a, she is known to be a Hillary supporter. She was a, she marched with the feminist rights, uh, the women's march. Mar- women's march that happened. Um, so obviously their ideals don't seem to fit. But Polar opposite, exact opposite. What from what Garrett has shown that he likes, but I don't know if I would have thought that would have came up at some point. Um, and she's obviously forgiven him so far, so I don't know where we go from here. Let's talk about how they handled it on the show and the after the final rose. It, they didn't get to it right away, but after the commercial break, they talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised by how much they discussed it. There was a, it was after one break, so I thought they weren't going to talk about it at all, which I thought would have been embarrassing and also indefensible for the show. Mm-hmm. Two things stood out to me. And I think you'll probably agree with these two things. Garrett kept saying, I didn't mean to offend anyone, slash, I'm sorry if I offended anyone, which is not the right way to apologize for anything. Oh, sorry if you were offended, because you're fucking, you're not sorry when that's you say not it an, like that. That's not an apology. No, that's not a real apology. You have to demonstrate an understanding of why the person was offended. I hate that we're so serious. This should be a fun show, but it's not. You have to, you know, show like, okay, I understand why you're offended. I'm going to, you know, do better. I'm going to improve. He was sorry if you got mad about that. That's kind of the <laughs> angle. And the other thing, the big thing, he didn't say, I don't believe those things. No. Chris never asked him, and I thought Chris should have. We love Chris Harrison, and I'm basically never going to criticize him for anything. But Chris should have said, okay, Garrett, do you still believe these things? And I think, it, you know, some, put his fucking feet to the fire and make him say no, even if it's a lie. Because we're watching this thing. We're watching this Women's March Becca sit next to this guy who liked these things, and we still don't know if he is who, he, who these likes say he is. Someone should have said, Garrett, address this more head on. That was my takeaway. I thought it was a little embarrassing that they didn't show the show. What what are we talking about? Like, because if if tons of people have no idea what they're even saying, they didn't mention or show the old Instagram likes or whatever. They obviously can't show some of the stuff, but at least acknowledge what it is that he is apologizing for. Because, and like you said, they don't ever. They don't, he never mentions if he believes that stuff anymore. Like, all he says is that he's liked some stuff that he understands now. He can't just go around liking stuff, basically. Yeah, he's like, I learned my lesson like a dog who got in, you know, who chewed up a shoe. But it's like, do you know why chewing up a shoe is bad? It's because I can't (laughs) fucking wear it, you idiot dog. (laughs) You ruined my whole day. I can't wear my shoes now because of your ass. I thought ABC did a, I didn't, I... I think they did. Uh, it's good that they brought it up, but I think they should have. Like when they had Leon, he was truly 
they showed his tweets. Remember Lee? Mm-hmm. So when Lee was on the After the Final Rose or Mentel All, whichever one he was on, they brought him up on the stage and it was firing squad. Stone this man. Let's yeah. show what this he said, number one, on the big screen. Let's put up his tweets and get to the bottom of it. And Lee gave a half-ass apology because he truly does believe that stuff. But at least he had to look <laughs> what he did in the face and see, you know, how it impacts. And they mentioned, like, how this impacts other people, like, why it's a bad thing. And they didn't get into any of that with Garrett. I thought they were protecting him because his stuff, if you show it, like, on the big screen is absolutely appalling. Um, and he didn't really have to face anything. Uh, agree 100%. A similar situation for Garrett could have been Blake confronting Garrett, someone asked this in the Rose Bag, we'll get to it, and being like, hey, I survived a school shooting. Do you really think that about school shooting? That they're all fake? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that could have been that. But you're right. They protected him. They like the fairy tale, and they prevented this as a fairy tale against all odds. And another thing you're also right about, a boatload of people, obviously people who listen to Bachelor recap podcasts were probably all familiar with it, but uh, millions of people watch this show and they don't, they're not on social media all the time, so they don't know this stuff is going on. So they should have said it, even if you got to blur out the whole Instagram photo, show what this motherfucker liked. Anyway, um, one last thing I want to say about this, it would have been impossible for the producers to have found these likes. Okay, so I don't blame producers. The other things were avoidable controversies, the Lincoln thing, the Lee thing. Um, But this situation, to me, should still bring about a change, AB. And I think you agree here, too. People need to talk about real things on this show, and they need to air it. Okay, because Becca, I think if if Becca had a conversation with Blake on their first one-on-one date or excuse me, uh, Garrett, and they talked about and Garrett was like, yeah, I, I like this, and I support this, and this is my stance on this. Becca would give him the fucking boot. He wouldn't have gotten What do you think the about date. the wall? <laughs> what do you think about the wall? Yeah, exactly. I think they have <laughs> differing views on the wall, of the border wall. That's I would guess that. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so I, I just think they need to bring this. This show has been around for so long. They need to bring it more to reality. Some of the best moments on reality television, AB, come from people having real discussions and coming to either an understanding or, or changing someone's mind. For example, the Queer Eye episode with Karamo and the MAGA police officer. You know what I mean? That was the best moment of the season. So Absolutely. Anyway, anything else on this? I did see, I read an article this morning from, uh, they had interviewed an ABC exec that works on the show, and they mentioned that they are upping their background checks because of the Lincoln thing in particular. So they're going to have background checks, period? Is that what he was implying? He made it seem like they have, they already do some sort of background check. I didn't really believe him, but he says they've upped it. So now these issues should not happen anymore. Let's get to the rose bag, AB. Tired of talking about bad stuff. Uh, first up, my guy Harrison. Not condoning Garrett's apology, but a totally milquetoast citizen if these Instagram likes don't come out, right? Um, I disagree. I think, like I said, this fucking ru- I think the Instagram likes ruined the season. I don't know what you think, AB. It didn't help. How did this help? No, I don't think it helped. It was a, they didn't it was a mention it, so it made it didn't make the season any better. It just it just was a storm cloud. Yeah, like you said, storm cloud looming over the season at all points because you knew Garrett was going to make it far, and you also knew that he's probably a terrible dude. Second half of Harrison's question: How does Garrett and Becca 
not apologize specifically to Blake. I think they should have done that. At least Garrett. Well, Be- Becca doesn't owe anybody any apology. This no, isn't her. One th- that brings something up. She was saying, she was like also helping Garrett out with his apology and saying things like we and us and we can grow. And it's like, honey, you got nothing to apologize for. <laughs> you had no clue about this the whole season. No. I think she was trying to shoulder a burden that she didn't need to shoulder. Absolutely. Um, Chandra in Pennsylvania. I mainly want to include this for the first line. They can drive that minivan off a cliff for all I care. <laughs> um, Did you notice sh- the equality sticker on the back of the, the minivan? Yes, that was great. That was great. Um, I Later on in her text, she says, uh, I hope you guys are p- pro Blake and he had a rough time, but I think he could be a Ben Higgins level bachelor. We need another bachelor who will cry at everything. Bring on the tears. What do you think, Abby? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <All> <laughs> that, right. moved me, that moved me a little bit closer to Blake. Sure. I can see a little Ben in him. Not quite the same. I just don't know if he can carry it by himself. Someone in Kansas regarding Becca's hey, attitude you know who about we Blake. Could ha- Rim, you know who we could have who's like Ben Higgins? Ben Higgins. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, someone in Kansas about Becca's attitude uh, about Blake. I can't remember, or Becca's family, excuse me. I can't remember a family subtly hinting that, har- that hard toward losing a contestant. Holy smokes, Rim. I can't remember a family <laughs> subtly hinting that hard toward a losing contestant in all the years of the show. AB, show historian, can you weigh in here? I think with Rachel's season, her family was was against Brian as well. I really do. So I, I think this has happened a couple of other times, truthfully. Thanks for the question. Nicole from New York City, AB. She says she loves listening to the pod on her commute to NYC. Nicole, do us a favor and subscribe everyone on the subway to the Rosecast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on Becca's sister telling Becca she felt Blake would challenge her and then wrote a letter to Becca saying that she hopes she chooses someone who challenges her. Do you think this was a coincidence or was her sister team Blake? You know what? I get tired. I think these family members need to step up and actually give their opinion. Like they're tiptoeing around it. If you think Blake would make would be better, don't do these little these little things because she obviously wanted Garrett and she's looking for reasons to choose Garrett. But if you come out and say, hey, Becca, I want you to pick Blake. That's going to be harder than these little these mind games you're trying to play with her. 100% agree. If my sibling were on the show and they brought two people home and one of them was trash, I'd be like, hey, listen up. This is trash right here, AB. (laughs) You're not my sibling, but you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. I would say, I mean, you got to step up and give them your actual opinion. Maybe her sister's like trying to keep her in the game. Choose who you want to choose because girl, that ring is like a half a half a billy or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last one in the rose bag. Kristen in Des Moines. Hey, Rem and AB. That's your neck of the woods, AB. It hey, sure is. Hey, Rim and AB, I feel like people, Chris Harrison in parentheses, are really trying to drive it home how this was the most emotional breakup ever. He even press, prefaced it with, prepare yourselves for this. Is it me, or was Peter and Rachel's breakup so much worse? The breakup with Blake was sad, but pretty typical for a finale. I also shamelessly, she also says that um, we're the best uh, Bachelor pod, but... She was my childhood neighbor, so take that with a grain of salt. A.B., what do you think? 
<laughs> Listen, I also made note of that whole the Chris Harrison saying like, wait till after the break here. We're talking about one of the most controversial, emotional endings we've ever had. And it's like, well, hold up. We just had an engagement end on TV that happened after the ro- like that was way more Six emotional. The Becca Ari thing was super <laughs> controversial and emotional. That was way more emotional. And then, like you said, Peter. So the last two shows we've had have been more emotional than this. Uh, Chris Harrison again, love him to death. Apologist, couple of apologists. He's the boy mm-hmm. who cried wolf when it comes Absolutely. to this stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, that's it for the rose bag. Two quick things and then a paradise announcement. First thing, did you happen to read Rachel's? Uh, blog in the us on usweekly.com about sure her. Did. did you? Absolutely. What'd you think of it? Do you think people are upset that she's still like, look, look at me, look at me, I'm living my best life. That's her whole thing, saying, get rid of the haters, the clapback queen. Um, but also, <laughs> she might have a point. She kind of has a point there, Grim. I mean, it's something that I hadn't thought about, but I mean, yeah, they stuck her on stage and just made her be the angry black woman for three hours. Yeah. And Becca just got to hide backstage the entire time and answered no tough questions. Fabulous point. They did have Rachel out there. When, in all reality, the stuff with Brian, like being Dr. Abs and being on other reality TV shows, maybe not being there for the right reasons or whatever, we might have been wrong about all that stuff. And all that is nowhere near as controversial as what Garrett did, the person that she chose. And they gave him a better edit. They gave Garrett a much better edit than Brian. And they didn't, they really did not show the things. They showed way more Rachel and Peter connecting. Mm-hmm. We really did not see Brian and Rachel connect yeah. as much as they are in real life. Um, so I think she has a point. I get why you would be like, you know what, Rachel? Bye. People like to say goodbye to the ex cast members, especially the leads. But uh, she really does have a point. I think they did. They did Garrett like he was a king, and they did Brian dirty. I agree. Next thing uh, I want to bring up. I know you have to go in a minute. Um, Ari posted something on Instagram that that Becca invited both him and Lauren to the Maldives, a remote a location as there is on Earth. And they didn't air it. They didn't air the discussion. What's that crazy. about? Crazy. Just uh, crazy. Maybe they're going to have another episode or something? The whole episode <laughs> focused on that? I don't know. That was, seems like that would be the the top thing you could promote. Like Ari's back. You could show a picture of the back of Ari's sandy... <laughs> what is it? The, his hair? Uh... When you got a little touch of gray, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's what do you call that? What do you call what he's what got going call on you there? You put Sandy in my head. I can't get Sandy. I don't, out of I don't know why I said Sandy. Salt and pepper. Salt That's and pepper. What I'm looking salt for. Pepper. Little, so you show a little salt and pepper in the back of Ari's head there. Going to the commercial. You telling me you're not going to stick around through that commercial? Come on. Um, I, I said this last night. I am stunned. It's weird that she invited them. It's weird that they went. Um, I'm not sure I would have liked to have seen the conversation. It probably been stupid, boring. I don't, I'm not trying to see Ari and Lauren, frankly. It would have been interesting to see them talk to Becca. But at the, the main thing is I'm stunned they didn't air that. Why wouldn't you air that? Stunned. We don't say stunned often, but No, we stunned. really keep that to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> um, and someone pointed this out too. I wish I had the person in the, on Twitter. They said, uh, every time something big happens for Becca, Ari and Lauren, like topper like she was announced as a bachelorette <laughs> Ari proposes and then like the bachelorette starts and then he did something else and then her finale and they post this just always overshadowing that I didn't do the math on that I'm out I'm out on those two for life well don't get out on too fast here Rim they'll be in paradise <laughs> speaking of paradise 
Uh, that starts tomorrow. We're very excited. Great cast. I'm trying to wrap today. this up as quick as possible. AB has to go and literally- It starts today. Did I say tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Paradise starts that in like six hours. Um, we're going to- I think we'll do- It's Monday, Tuesday. We'll probably do one episode a week, a short recap, and we got something else cooking, something separate cooking. So be on the lookout for that, folks. AB, you want to say anything else? No, thank. I just want to thank the listeners for another great season. Rim the rose bag was always filled to the brim. It was it, it made my day every time when we'd come in here to record and we'd have a full rose bag, full Twitter comments. We love doing it for the people. Hey, well said. That's why you say those nice things, AB. Beautiful, and we appreciate it. It gets better every season. Uh, and if you liked what you heard. Would it kill you to share it with someone in your family or maybe some of your friends? I mean, is that so much to ask? Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.